0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Sponsored by Edwards Food Giant. The meat people. The only stop you'll ever have to make for your family's grocery needs. And by Dugan's Pub. Your home for daily lunch specials and weekday happy hour. Now, former Pitt panther and Washington redskin
1: great, Mark May. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Hey, guys. If you get all that for fourteen
0: I'll take two. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Chef Ron will prepare it just for you, Mark. Well, I will was, was <laughs> say this. The difference between Mark May, Joe Klein, and David Basel is that Mark May, as a former athlete, is much better shape, uh, Joe, than me and you. Yeah, he still he still has a flat belly at uh, what six six whatever you are, Mark. You still looking? At, uh, I'm getting there though. Oh, you are. Yes, okay, I I'm like that.
1: There. I'm coming. I'm coming back. I'm making a comeback, Mark.
0: <laughs> Let's do it, <laughs>
1: uh,
0: Mark. Give, give us your um, give us your um, input on Auburn, Arkansas. Arkansas has lost six in a row to Auburn. Auburn is not as good this year. Um, what do you think?
1: I think they should run the ball against this team. Obviously, they've got a great rushing attack. They're ninth in the country running at 240 a game. They're going against one of the worst rushing defenses in the, in the entire college football. So I'd run the ball as much as possible. I'm pretty sure they're going to do that. And this is a team that they can't throw the ball very effectively either, and that's Arkansas's weakness. So the strength of this team should be Arkansas's defense stepping up and having a good game defensively and running the football down Auburn's throat. If they can do that, they should be able to win this game easily.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. It's never an easy environment when you play at Auburn on the Plains, and Arkansas has not had much success. But you're right. You know, the run dictates everything for this team. They look great against BYU. If you come out there, you can run it and throw it around like that. Auburn is not your typical Auburn team, and uh, this really sets up the rest of the year, Mark. If you win this game, you got Liberty at home, then you got Ole Miss and LSU at home. So uh, this is the first, you know, of a game that you got to get if you want to have a, a really good season.
1: Yeah, and not only that, you've got to get some wins in the conference. They're 1-3 in the conference, and so was Auburn. But you look at this team, they're 4-3 overall, 1-3 in the SEC. They've got to get some SEC victories. If they want to get to a bowl game, obviously, and that's got to be key. But this is a really good game to kick it off. I think the BYU win was huge for this team. Now they're going across the country and playing well against a good football team. But then you had an extra week off to savor that victory and get ready and get healthy for your next SEC opponent. So I thought that was a big victory for them going to BYU and getting that win and the way that they won that football game.
0: The, uh, the other uh, games of interest, uh, number 19, Kentucky, number uh, 3, Tennessee, and number 15, Ole Miss at A&M. Obviously, Tennessee's having a spectacular season. Why don't, you, why don't you give us your thoughts on that game? And then, you know, if Ole Miss were to beat A&M, the, the how, just how hot it will be uh, for Jimbo Fisher at College Station.
1: We're looking at the the U.K.-Tennessee game, they've got two great quarterbacks. Will Love is having a great season, completing almost 70% of his balls. And on the other side, you've got Hendon Hooker that's having a spectacular season. completing 71% of his passes, he only has one interception and 18 touchdowns. He can also run the football. He's got a decent average of five yards a carry. So you look at Tennessee's offense. Josh Heifel's done a terrific job with this football team from top to bottom. Not only the offense, but defense and special teams have gotten better in those areas also. But the key is their quarterback situation with Hendon Hooker. If he has his typical game, as he did against... Alabama or anybody else, they should win that football game against Kentucky. I believe they're 12-and-a-half-point favorites in that game. I like Tennessee all day long playing at home, and particularly their wide receivers. They can stretch the defense. They've got some open guys that's got some speed on the outside. That's going to be a problem for Kentucky's defense.
0: Oh Miss, uh, Texas A&M, what happens if uh, you think they would You, th- you think the? Uh, Where's that game at? That game's at A&M. So, so if A&M loses, you imagine A&M lose another game at home uh, I think it will make that situation with Jimbo Fisher even diceier for Aggie fans.
1: Oh, absolutely. We talked about Texas A&M at the beginning of the season. When I said, gosh, this team's ranked in the top ten, why? And we, uh, we yeah. kind of laughed at it early in the season. I'm like, why is Texas A&M ranked so high? Everybody's saying because of their recruiting class. Well, they haven't done squat. Recruits are great, but you got to develop them. you got to turn them into football players in the college level. Texas A&M hasn't done that. And if they lose to Ole Miss, which they probably will, Jimbo Fisher, you talk about a hot seat. They owe him so much money, I don't think they can get rid of him. I think he still owes, like, $80 million on his contract. So how are they going to get rid of him? Yeah. If they Great. fire Jimbo yeah. Fisher, they've got to not only pay him, they've got to pay his staff. Then they have to pay a new staff coming in. So you're talking about $150, $175 million. If they've got that kind of money to throw around, God bless them.
0: Amen. It's just such a bad business model, this whole this whole way of these contracts you know, uh, just keep adding to it. I, the, the guy at Michigan State, Mel Tucker, you know, his mom, you know, Charlie Weiss, they did the same thing. It's just, you know, all these people writing these contracts, are, you know, th- it's not on them. It's on the back. We of were the, paying Chad Morris for same, a while. How many thing, times yeah, did we, we were thing. paying B-Low for a oh, while? we had two coaches. coaches up, we were absolutely. absolutely we're yeah, yeah Mark, the, the, the money is just nuts. That's and, why and, the kids are getting paid now. Sure. That's and, right. Yeah, because they got Yeah, you look at this, a guy has one good
1: year, sign him for ten years. Stop yep, that's right. You've got the power as an athletic administration and athletic director. You're the one that's going to be signing those checks. Why would you do that? You have patience. And it's always the other side of the coin. Well, we might lose them to another school. If that's the case, get another coach. Why do you invest so much money in these coaches, that If you're a coach like a Nick Saban, you're worth the money because you're playing for national championships every year. But if you're an average coach in an average school, why are you stepping up and giving Mel Tucker $95 million because he had yeah, one good season?
0: Crazy. Like, it just, it just boggles my mind. Uh, I do want to thank Edwards Food John and Dugan's Pub right across the street from where we are Absolutely. today for sponsoring you, Mark May. Thanks, Donnie, hey, is, is Hooker the favorite in the uh, in the Heisman race right now? Do you think he's got a good chance of winning this thing, Mark? Obviously, they got to keep winning, but uh, do you see and besides him, who do you see maybe having the best shot at winning? Probably
1: C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. He's having a spectacular He's got like twenty-four touchdown passes, a couple interceptions. But if you look at it on the big stage to get that Heisman moment. The one person yeah. that had it this year is Hendon Hooker because it was against Alabama. He had to make the big plays going down the field at the end of the game. He had to get him back in the game, then he won the football game. That was a major stage. When Heisman voters look at that, it's like, hey, they're playing the number one team in the country. This is what happened. This is what this player did. He carried his football team. So he's got to be the front runner right now. A lot of things could happen between now and the end of the season. Gosh, I can remember about 10 years ago, I was pumping up Geno Smith from West Virginia. First five or six games. He's the Heisman guy. He's my Heisman choice. He didn't even get invited to New York at the end of the season, so I'm going to temper that down until we get towards the end of the season. But right now, Henning Hooker's got to be the front runner for the
0: Heisman. to say congratulations to the Washington. Are they the Commanders or the Guardians?
1: That's the Commodores. the Commodores. They're the Commodores. I can't oh. remember what they are. <laughs> anyway, congratulations <laughs> on the big
0: win versus Aaron Rodgers. How about okay. that?
1: Yeah, big win, big win. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a reunion for the former legends of for the, Red, the Redskins and the Washington football team, and the Commanders, and I didn't even go back to it. A bunch of us, we were on a oh. phone conference call this past week, and I said, are you going? No. Are you going? No. Are you wow. going? Heck no. Nobody wants to be related with Dan Snyder in that football program right now. But the, that football team with Ron Rivera, they're going in the right direction. It's good to see that they got a win. It's, it's good for the fans there. But when the fans are shouting, uh, chanting out of the stands, sell the team, sell the team, sell the team, that's not a good atmosphere to be in. But at least he's got a and, victory. And it, I
0: know the Cowboys got you know, a victory. And, and, I'm sure somebody's beating their chest in the studio right now. Oh yeah, you know it. You know it. Yeah. And, and uh and RJ are very well. Excited you know, of course, you know we thought that the. I mean, listen, with the Cowboys, I still go back to it. It's a win. It's a win. We'll take the win. But when you're inside the five, you're at fourth down at home and you don't go for it against the Detroit Lions. You only win one game, yada, yada, yada. I know I know. Uh, Dak was rusty, but we'll take the win and still sit atop uh, the standings. We all. We always ask this. It's not atop the to standings. <laughs> Shut up, <Joe. laughs> yeah, I was going to say one stand. stand?
1: Damn it! Okay. See, that's just <laughs> like a cowboy fan. You always think you're better <laughs> than you <laughs> Thank are. You. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Thank <laughs> you. Uh, I thought I could slide it in. I didn't know. What did you say, Justin? I was asking what standings he was talking about. Yeah, thank you.
1: are you watching? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you buddy. said nothing? nuts.
0: No. <laughs> uh, Mark, we always ask you this every year. It's the, that time of the year. What is? Uh, what is? Was when Mark May was a little lad yeah. uh, up in New York, yeah. where I was able to visit Joe his home, hometown uh, mm, yeah. during the summer for his big charity event. Which will be? What did show. Mark May like for uh, for his Halloween uh, candy? What was your number one fave? fave? It,
1: anything I could stick in my mouth and chew and eat. It. <laughs> I was, well, I was they, a heavy they, kid when go. I was a young kid. It was like if if there were M and M's there, I'd take the M and M's. If there were milk Duds there, I'll take the milk Duds. Stickers yeah. always, okay. Hershey bars always. It was like anything I could get yeah. my hands on. When you're when you're a candy kid, it's corn, like, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's sweet and it tastes good, you eat it.
0: That's true. And Roger was it was it candy corn? Did you like candy corn, Mark? Oh, absolutely. Those okay, things well, was, so like a sugar that. high as
1: soon as you put it in your mouth.
0: What about almond joy? <laughs>
1: almond joys are nice too. Mars bars, you know anything. You went Clark, Clark, Clark. Who went Clark, <laughs> Mark. Clark Mark. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> Was the zero? Point, yeah, zero. a zero. That oh, no, was zero. the white one. That was
0: the white one. Yeah. That's how, every time somebody brings up a clock bar, the white man brings up the zero. So uh, Mark, no, that's a movie. Mark it? May was Mark May was probably like Joe Klein when you were When you were going uh, trick or treating when you were a kid, you were like you know six foot one when yeah. you were twelve. Did you play a tree? <laughs> what did Mark May get? Do you remember any uh, outfit you got dressed up as a kiddo for Halloween? Mark uh, got dressed up
1: as I got dressed, up dressed as, as, as uh, Fred Flintstone one year. <laughs> <laughs> remember that? Because I carried around a baseball bat. It's my club. Oh, I li- I like wow. it.
0: That's scary. very nice. Uh, scary movies, Mark? You like it? You, you, any scary movies? You watch any of those? You got a favorite?
1: I like I oh, Scream.
0: That was scary. pretty, scream. pretty scream. scary. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we yep. asked a trivia question. Can you recall? I'll let Justin, Joe, did you hear us talking about this Maybe the other day? Justin, Joe, or... Uh, or, Mark May, can you remember who was the first person gutted uh, and killed yeah, in Scream? Mark should know. Drew Barrymore. I don't know. Oh, look at Justin. Justin's what? right on target. And Jay Bird, no. Uh, wow. was, Forgive me. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't even know it. Yeah. I didn't even know Well, yeah, we that was day. when I was in high one. school. Yeah. Those were big. Yeah. Yeah. He had a crush on her. Well,
1: I know you mentioned it, but <laughs> Still I did
0: know it. It was a brutal scene. I mean, it was a heavy-duty scene. Well, Mark, hopefully when we talk to you next week, the Hogs will get their uh, their fifth win, move to 5-3, and three, and then set that up for a good run against Liberty, LSU, Ole Miss, and Missouri. It would be Liberty. great to, to finish strong and, and get nine regular season wins with a, with a chance to get ten with a bowl win. That would be awesome. I, I hope that happens,
1: and I think it's going to happen. Auburn's one of those teams – Coaches on the hot seat. They don't know if they're going to keep a new athletic director. There's no excuse they should just run the ball down the throat. Tell Sam, former offensive lineman is telling you, a former offensive lineman says, "A coach, run the ball. Don't worry How about, about throwing it, just run, run ball. the ball.
0: I hear yeah. you, know, and this, the, 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 when the weather gets cold like this, that just means Mark May is that much closer to coming down and visiting us. I know we get him; at the, he, he obviously has agreed to come to the Brule's Award again. Yeah, Looking forward you, to uh, yes. and, you know this year will be the first year that we'll have Justin here with us doing the Brule's Ward, right? Because yeah. remember, he didn't pick up till the backside. That's so. right. But hopefully, he'll be with us on yeah. site. Yeah we'll, get, yeah, we'll get Justin on site for that. Yeah, yeah. Right uh, Mark, here. thanks as always, buddy. We appreciate
1: you. Thanks, nice, Mark. Go Cowboys! All right, guys, have a great weekend.
0: Go stuff, buddy. Hulls. All right. So, so, Roger and I and uh, Joe, we're gonna go out on the uh, on the uh, on the veranda. Did the veranda. Huh?